Madison, there are few things I can think of that are more terrifying than living your life as you normally would and the ground beneath your feet giving away, literally disintegrating where you stand. And as you're falling into the earth, the sky above you gets smaller and the world around you gets darker. And all you can do is wonder if you'll ever reach a bottom. This is the reality of a very rare but very real disaster that we're going to talk about today. Sinkholes! Uh, I think I know where this is going. Oh, it's a disaster. I'm so intrigued. Uh, just wait, it gets worse. We are just the masters of disasters, aren't we? Calamity Jane's. Should I have said that more, um, more, like, dark and gloomy? No, I think, I think you're good. I think... Thank you today. But I it was just too don't perky, know if like I want to talk about. I just don't know if I want to talk about. Too bad. It's why we're here, and it's all we have prepared. Oh my gosh. Okay, I'm ready to be uncomfortable. I'm ready okay. to get hurt again. Excellent. But before we do, tell them who we are. We are Calamity Janes. We and hello. are. Oh hi. Yeah, <laughs> I'm Madison. That's Bailey. You know yeah. the shtick. We're two sisters, best friends, anything but plain Janes, and we get together roughly once a week and talk about calamity, disaster, mayhem. Mayhem. Yes. So that's what we're going to do this week. We apologize for the break. Uh, Bailey and I unfortunately lost our grandmother, and so we were traveling for her service, and then I have been sick and was also out of town. And so between those two things, we had a very hard time, well, obviously recording or doing the podcast, but also even letting you guys know what was going on. So we apologize for that. We do, but we are excited to be back. Mm -hmm. Uh, And this is, as you could probably tell from the intro, a disaster that I'm doing. And it is lighthearted because Madison doesn't know how to do lighthearted (laughs) these days. I tell you what. Okay. You know what? It's hard to do. You know how... You know, I'm, I can't. I don't have it in me. It's fine. That's okay. Go That's for okay. it. That's okay. I um, will be the dark cloud on this podcast. And you can be the You will. I can rainbow. already tell from your energy today. <laughs> I I mean, I finished the, the sentence ended in sinkholes and it was sing-songy. And here you are, gloom and doom, raining all over my sinkholes, which, by the way, only exacerbates the problem as you will come to find out. Raining on sinkholes. I, I could see that. Yeah. I yeah. could imagine that happening. Uh, well, maybe the more more of this tea that I have will make me peppier. But is it but pe- maybe peppermint. This, there is peppermint in the tea. Tiny, <laughs> yes. Oh my oh, gosh. Oh, oh, okay. Are you proud it's of good, yourself? Good to be back. Yes, good. I am. I'm so <laughs> glad. <laughs> I'm so glad. Okay, the energy. The I'm, I'm maybe I'm I'm an energy vampire and I'm sucking the energy from you. I think you are. <laughs> right before we got on, I was like laughing to Spider-Man Homecoming and I was like I'm just in like a peaceful this is like giggly mood and now I'm with you and I'm like I'm exhausted. <laughs> oh my god. I am so sorry, best friends. I hope you don't feel that way. I hope you like me more than her. You know, I'm sure they do. I would not be surprised. That has actually kind of been the theme of me no, and Bailey. No. I, thankfully, 
I most of my friends have well all of my friends have always loved meeting Bailey. Oh. Bailey's friends have always been very sweet and welcoming to me. But they I like you always. Well, that's great. I really like them too. I just all of I feel like every time I introduce you to my friends, they always like you more than me. They do not. They absolutely do not. But at least after I introduce them to mom, she becomes like a personality that we talk about all the time. I remember in college, my friends used to be like, how is your mom? Like, first name, last name. How is she? How is she doing? Yes. And I was like, I'm fine. Thank you for asking. Like, Yeah, th- exactly. I, I will tell people about a conversation I had with my mom. And they go, oh, Cheryl. Yep. <laughs> That's so Cheryl. That Yes. Yeah. Mom's brand, like, transcends. She is, she's known. Her brand Our- is strong. It is out there. Our, Our brand, is, we're like I, ragtag sidekicks to each other. We <laughs> like, are. If this tells you anything about my mom, our mom, she, not just mine. Yeah. Not your mom. My mom. Our mom. On my college tour, like over the summer before college starts, on my college tour, the small group that we had and a bunch of parents tagged along, she at least once, but multiple times had people comment on it, at least once had a group of girls pull her aside from a different group and ask to take pictures with her because she looked so fabulously like Kris Jenner. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is a theme that's been going on for quite a while. It's true. It's true. She is not Kris Jenner. She is not. We are not. Not. Jenner's or Kardashian's. Kardashian's. <laughs> no. In case you couldn't tell. tell by looking at us. Uh, I can't even do a good Kardashian impression. No. Still a whole lot of vocal fry. Yeah, so much. I feel like I'm always nervous I'm going to do anyways, just because I think I'm doing it now. But anyways. That's okay. uh, Yes. Anyways, that's Cheryl. Not sure how we got here, but uh, (laughs) she would just, she's either going to love or hate this, and she would be tickled to be on the podcast one day. If you want to meet our mom. Yeah, we'll we'll bring our mom to the podcast one day. (laughs) Who yeah. she's volunteered. We just need to find find uh, the disaster. She, I think it'll be an airline disaster for her because she has given Madison the fear of flying. Not single-handedly. Mom, I'm not blaming you for this at all. But no. they do have that in common. But we feed off of each other. They do. That they do. They do. Sure. Together. Do. Yeah. We, we definitely do. Uh, yes. So that's Cheryl. Anyways. Hi, Mom. Hey, Mom. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Okay. We should probably... Let's jump right in, but not into the sinkhole. So clearly I have a morbid fascination with sinkholes because this is not my first episode on the topic. Uh, You can check out episode 21. It's called uh, Louisiana is Imploding. Uh, If you want more sinkhole content. Yes, Mm -hmm. it was salt domes. It's pretty epic. I won't be talking because we've already covered it. I won't be covering that uh, implosion here, but it is, is big, is big. It was okay. But, uh... (laughs) <laughs> where am I <laughs> oh okay I lost my spot in my script you I think the this. reason I am fascinated with sinkholes is because with so many of the disasters that we talk about you can see them coming you know the core situation is inherently risky whether it's riding in a plane or a boat or operating a nuclear reactor or even going on a hike in inclement weather but the existence of a sinkhole means that you could be doing something that seems as safe as can be right? Riding your bike, sleeping in your bed, uh, standing in your front yard, and then the earth just opens up and swallows you in seconds. And that is terrifying. 
I do not love this. I tell you. I do not like this. You're going to feel like you're going to fall into the ground at, by the end of this episode. Oh, but it's so lighthearted. So um, well, it's like, it's like scary movie lighthearted. Like, you watch Scream and no one's actually going to come kill you at the end of Scream, but boy, do you feel scared. You know what I mean? Your like Scream ooh. was based off of a real series of murders in Gainesville, oh my God, Florida. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? The actual movie was not real. Okay, fine. Wasn't okay. it Gainesville? Was the Gainesville Zipper, right? I have right? no idea. Okay. I have not seen Scream. I have no idea. It's fine. But Bailey and I started our love of podcasts with true crime. So Yes, we did. Yeah. We sure did. But that is neither here nor there. Um... Yeah, because oh, there was something new on Netflix that I want to start. It's about hostages, I think. It's like a really bad hostage situation. Yeah. It's on my list. It's I terrifying. Don't yes. Oh, also, uh, the Three Mile Island series on Netflix. Must Saw watch. It. So good. Yeah, excellent. I figured you'd already seen it. Should I have. I you watched know I love it. A good nuclear... You know, I love a good disaster. Don't we all? Yes. And I, I learned so much that I did I not did know. too. I did too. Yeah, I didn't realize how close. Oh, this is not a nuclear disaster episode, but just my quick two cents. Didn't realize how close they came from melt to meltdown and how prolonged it was. Yeah, it wasn't an acute sort of situation. Yeah, I. You're exactly right. So if you haven't already seen it, please go watch it. Absolutely. Share your thoughts. Let us know. Tag us on the social medias. Yeah. Or something. Please. Yep. Email Definitely. us. Yeah. Okay, back to you, boo-boo. Um, back to the sinkholes. So first, let's talk about how sinkholes form very quickly. Don't fast forward if you listen to episode 21, because those were man-made. And we're about to very briefly talk about the natural ways that sinkholes form. Yeah. Skippy yeah. McSkipperson. Yeah, Take your fingers skippers. off that little 30-second loop. Don't, don't do, do it. it. Yeah. Don't do it. So there are three kinds of sinkholes. One disillusioned sinkholes you might actually know uh these better than i do because you dig dirt <laughs> madison Rude. tell everyone your major environmental soil and water science yeah so you definitely know all of this but i'm going to educate our best friends please please feel free to correct me um my inevitable mistakes i'm sure you're fine We'll see. The disillusion sinkholes are not scary. Basically, there is a thin layer of overburden, or what sounds like dirt or sand, and yeah. a porous carbonate rock like limestone or dolomite, is that how you pronounce mm -hmm. it, underneath. Yeah. Uh, so what happens is water, rain, creeks, etc., slowly dissolve. Yeah, it'll come down through that, that top layer into the mm -hmm. limestone or whatever porous rock. will slowly dissolve and erode the rock underneath. Kind of like the wearing away of a worry stone. Are you familiar with what a worry stone is? It's like a little pebble that has a groove in the top. Yeah. Are you asking me or our listeners? I'm trying to paint a picture and also okay. elicit an answer from you. Sounds like we're on the same page, worry stone. Yeah. I know what a worry stone is. Okay. I just don't mm -hmm. know. I, I had to look it up when I was like, it's like a worry stone. And I thought, do I know what a worry stone? Google's worry stone <laughs> to make sure that I like, wasn't making something up, you know? No, you got it. Okay. <clears throat> like a worry stone, it causes a gentle dip at the surface that the overlaying dirt just naturally falls into over time. And so basically, a disillusioned sinkhole looks like a hill or a pond. It looks It looks like a very natural part of the landscape. Nothing dramatic, not like... A portal to hell opened up in the ground. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good job. Thank good job, you so much. Very that was proud. good. Mm -hmm. um, two, 
cover subsidence sinkholes? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. These are also not super scary. They form similarly to disillusion sinkholes, the main difference being that instead of being eroded at the surface, the porous rock actually develops a pocket or cavern kind of further below it that is, you know, been dissolved away. And once that pocket is open to the top, like the kind of the top is penetrated and cracked, mm-hmm. that overlaying sediment will hit my mic. That overlaying sediment will fall in, trickles down into it, but again, very gently. So it still kind of creates more of a divot in the ground. Yeah. Okay. I'm with you. I'm with you. Now for the big bad sinkhole. Give it to me. Cover collapse. Dramatic. Good pronunciation. Thank you so much. Um, It's here for the drama. These occur when there is a pocket or cavern eroded away within the bedrock kind of like the cover subsidence, Mm -hmm. and the sediment begins to fill it in, but the sediment layer is quite thick at the top, and it is made of a more compacted material, like a clay, that holds its shape better than a sand or, you know, loose dirt. Um, So rather than fall, like, slowly and gradually falling in to a new, even elevation, it will just stay there until it hits a breaking point, and then it catastrophically caves in to this giant pocket that has been eroded away beneath it into the earth. Sounds big, sounds scary. Catastrophically so. Yeah, I'm with you. All right. Those are our three kinds of sinkholes. Now you want to talk about some actual sinkholes? Yes, Okay. more than anything. I really do. Uh, quick question for you, Madison. Have you encountered a sinkhole ever? Ancient, present day? Have you fallen into one yourself? Uh, not that I can remember. Okay, have just, you? Uh, no, well, not that I know of. At once I realized they could be ponds or hills. I was like, have I encountered a sinkhole? No, I haven't. I I've encountered lots of cool things uh, when I was studying, and that was not one of them. <laughs> I have encountered lots of cool things, but never a sinkhole. I just remember there are some... There are some things, obviously diagrams help. I'm a very visual learner. Which if you're subscribing on YouTube or watching this on YouTube, there will be diagrams of these different kinds of sinkholes. If you are a visual learner, you should be watching learner. us on YouTube. Absolutely. Uh, and I always had a hard time. I knew I knew what a water table was. I think most people probably do. And then I knew, oh, okay. I don't. I'm saying that I because I, I have heard it and I have used it before. I don't actually know what it means. Okay, well, when I was studying, we were doing a lot of calculations. We were learning a lot of things about water tables and groundwater. And I learned real fast what a water table really was when I was in Scotland. And we were building peat dams. And they set me, we dug several feet into peat on the side of a mountain in a bog. And I, uh, hit I like put my shovel in to keep going down and I hit the water table and everything around me flooded and I was like oh I get it now I really understand <laughs> but is it literally like a pool of water mm-hmm. oh yeah I am even more confused this has not clarified a thing <laughs> we'll talk me. about it we'll talk about it later okay it's okay okay luckily sinkholes we're not going to be talking about the water table thing no it's know. okay okay I just sometimes it, I always come back to that when I think about I'm having a hard time picturing something okay. and not, I always remember that because that moment was like a light bulb moment for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Keep going. You're doing great. I could see that. It's it's like beyond visual. It's experiential learning, which is yes. the best, best, best. Experiential learning. Yes. My 
senior thesis uh, showed that learning, uh, experiential learning paired with classroom learning was a good thing, basically. <laughs> I concur. Was good. I concur. You have a more uh, robust argument than I do, but personal experience can concur. My senior thesis was on environmental literacy, and I feel like most people would be like, duh, it helps to, you know, do hands-on learning. Did you use the water table example? No, I sure did not. No. (laughs) Okay. I did not. Was this inspired by, inspired by true events? That was actually in the abstract. Once upon a time. Once upon a time. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Please don't let me talk anymore. Please get on with your discussion. You have to. Otherwise, it's just me talking, and then it's not our podcast. It's I'm just not making Bailey's valuable contribution. Hour. <laughs> okay. Let's cover some sinkholes. I have categorized them according to the way I wanted to. There is no official categorization. For example, number one is the most visually terrifying. <laughs> Judged by me. Perfect. Excellent. Okay. Bring it on. In 2010, a sinkhole that's approximately 65 feet across and 300 feet deep opened up in Guatemala City, Guatemala. That's entirely too large. And if you're on YouTube, this is is the picture of it. It is, tell you what, it's horrifying. I can't see it, but I don't like it. I know. You wouldn't like it. You see, Guatemala City is actually very prone to sinkholes because it is in close proximity to a volcano... Pacaya Volcano, which means that the city is built on layers of volcanic ash, limestone, and pyroclastic deposits. Beautiful. Thank you. You know what pyroclastic means. I, you know, I thought I did um, until I read this and I was like, no, Madison said it was like <laughs> hot air. And I was like, well, it's not built on hot air. So I actually don't know what pyroclastic. But you said it was like pyroclastic residue, right? Yeah. But I thought pyroclastic meant hot air. Well, it's like hot air and gas, and there's debris in it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No, it's okay. Okay. You're okay. I just, I thought it meant air. (laughs) No, it's okay. Okay. You're doing well. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you for your reassurance. Okay. On May 30th, 2010, the perfect storm came together, literally, uh, to produce this horrifying pit that swallowed a three-story building. First, Tropical Storm Agatha was making landfall in the area, leading to torrential storms. Bacaya Volcano was also erupting, leading to ash and soot deposits, specifically in Guatemala City's sewer system, which was poorly maintained. Uh, Mm. The combination of a system clogged with ash and torrential rain led to a burst pipe and rapid erosion of the bedrock. Oh, no. And therefore a big old sinkhole. Now, uh, what's interesting, I thought, is the Wikipedia article. Thank you so much, Wikipedia. All the links to the resources I use are We need to start donating to Wikipedia. Truly, we do. Uh, There's a little section that talks about what they're going to do with it, because it's not something that's ever occurred to me. When a sinkhole forms, so often they're remote or they're too big. It's just what you do after they form, it's never dawned on me. And so because this one is, I mean, smack dab in the middle of city. It looks like someone drilled a 60 foot across like drill bit core into a city block it is terrifying i don't like that and surprisingly no one was killed by the way no one no fatalities that they know of there is a suspected security guard but there isn't a it's not confirmed 
Well, you're not really retrieving anything from there, are you? No. No, that is that is one thing. There have been some people that have been retrieved and made it out. Very shallow, shallow sinkholes, but uh, not this one. Not this My goodness. One. Yes, uh, but it's in the middle of a city block, so they had to figure out, like, what to do with it. And so they're going to fill it in. Um, the article did say it needed to be updated with what they have done or are doing. The last it was updated is 2019, but to date that it was updated, the plan was... Um, that they're going to fill it using a graded filler technique, which is basically layering boulders under rocks, under gravel. This will allow, yeah, which it does. But what they were originally going to do was just put a big old cement plug in it. (laughs) Yeah. That seems expensive and not that practical. And I didn't, it didn't occur to me, but they said one reason why they decided not to do that aside from all the things you just listed, was putting something that is not, that doesn't let water filter through it like the graded filler would. Um, would divert, create the same problem. Yeah, it would divert <laughs> yeah. water in a dramatic way or, and create the exact same thing around the cement plug. Yeah, so. and using a graded filler is going to like mimic a much more natural mm-hmm. environment. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no okay. No cement plug. <clears throat> Glad they figured that one out. Uh, TBD. Wikipedia was asking for people to, like, update this. So, if you're looking for something to do, yeah, go update Wikipedia. 100%. Mm-hmm. All right, bring on the next one. I'm ready. Okay, number two is the biggest in the U.S. Ooh. Alabama is claiming the biggest sinkhole in the U.S. It is called the Golly Hole. And it opened up in the central, yeah, it opened up in the central part of the state in 1972. And as I say the golly hole out loud, the origins of the name weren't provided in anything that I read. But as I say it, I'm like, how much you want to bet? Someone walked up to it and was like, golly. Golly. (laughs) Golly, that's a big hole. (laughs) That's exactly what I thought of. Golly, gee, that thing's huge. I know. Golly hole. Because it's like, I don't think that the forest was named like, it's in the middle. Okay. Not to get ahead of myself, but it was in the middle of a forest. Okay. It is roughly 300 feet in diameter and 120 feet deep and supposedly formed when the roof of an underground aquifer collapsed. Uh, like I said, it's in the middle of the woods, so people in the area heard it, but it actually was discovered for days later when people were wandering around oh my gosh. these woods. Yeah, the golly woods. <laughs> they discovered the golly hole. They just walk through the woods. They're like, just everything they see. Golly. Yeah. Go- oh, golly. <laughs> Alabamians, can you tell us, do you do that? Do you just do that? I, one of my dear friends is from Alabama, and I've never heard her say golly, but it's in the spirit of a lot of things that she says. It is very endearing. I love it about her. Good. Rachel, if you're listening, I love that about you. (laughs) Rachel, good golly. You're so nice. Good golly. Thank you for listening. Yeah. (laughs) I love when she says bless your heart in the way that that you're meant to i mean there are so many meanings behind bless your heart not in alabama Mm. only the one there's only one only the one yeah okay uh the golly hole the golly hole is number two (laughs) number terrifying oh yeah be in the woods and just golly that wasn't there yesterday (laughs) golly that's a big hole yeah yeah, and there are pictures of it, too. It's kind of hard um, 
it's kind of hard to capture the uh, magnitude of a sinkhole like that because it's almost like it's a big crater, you know? So you really, it, when you take an aerial shot, I feel like it's really hard to capture the depth. It doesn't look like 120 feet deep. Sure. It looks wide, but because of how wide it looks, you you really lose the drama of how deep it is. But I can assure you, it was really it's deep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Yep. Next up, number three, most newsworthy in the U.S. And that is in, again, this is my opinion. There are many sinkholes. This is just the one that when I, when I was You should just start with an apology. Yeah, I'm so sorry. This is all my opinion. This is the one that when I was looking at, I was like, dang, did that make news? And sure enough, it did. It did. In 1981, in Winter Park, Florida, a sinkhole that was 350 feet wide and 75 feet deep opened up oh under gosh. a car dealership two streets, a community swimming pool, and a house. That's like a whole, that's not a whole city block, but that sounds like it took a whole city block. It's big. And shockingly, no one was injured. That's amazing. It's amazing. my favorite part of all these stories. I know. Uh, And the community rallied together to raise $50,000 to buy May Rose Owens a plot of land so she could rebuild that house that was swallowed by the sinkhole. Yes. That's so sweet. Very sweet and lovely. Yeah. We applaud you, Winter Park, Florida. We do. In your Winter sense Park. of community. Golly, Winter Park, Florida. <laughs> You're nice. <laughs> Golly. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Uh, this one is the most actually terrifying. Before we talked about visually terrifying, this one, this is the one that will make you feel like you're going to fall through your floor as we speak. Okay. Cool. One of just four reported deaths by sinkhole in Florida was Jeffrey Bush. A sinkhole about 20 feet wide opened up right under his bed as he slept. In his bed? And he was, he's never, Linda's never recovered. Uh, it's strange because when you look at news footage and pictures, again, I will, if you're listening to the podcast, links in the show notes, if you're watching on YouTube, they'll pop up right here. It's strange because when you look at the news footage and pictures, the exterior of the house is untouched. Like, it literally opened up in his bedroom. It swallowed his whole it's bedroom. It's like a portal. Yes, and it is almost perfectly uh, circular. Not spherical. You can't have a sphero. <laughs> Not yeah. one-dimensional. No, no. Uh, but they demolished the house. So now you there are aerial shots. It's just like a, an empty lot that they have fenced around because it's still just a hole in the ground. I don't like that. Yeah. Um, and like two years ago, no, two years after it first happened, they said it opened up again. I'm not really sure what that means. I don't think they tried to fill it. So I don't know. Maybe if it just they like, should. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's in like a residential area. Maybe they should take a hint from the Guatemalan yeah. people in that situation. Yeah. I and know. try a graded filler. Yeah. I hear you. Um, did you know that Florida is actually one one of the states that has the most sinkholes because of its natural geology? I did that not know does that. not surprise me. Yeah, they have a lot, a lot, a lot of limestone bedrock that is getting eroded away. So heads up, Florida, you are He's just in his bed. Yes, he was. He was just every time I'm laying in bed and I can hear or f- no, I can feel like a large truck with the trailer drive down our road mm-hmm. it shakes us a little bit I'm mm-hmm. like that shouldn't happen right no it shouldn't i shouldn't feel that you're gonna fall into a sinkhole <laughs> but actually you're in like a great part of the country for not falling into a sink- i'm not no texas is not and and they're doing like fracking around here which causes oh. 
like tremor Cracking. sometimes. And so, yeah, it's like, I don't know what to be more concerned about. A slight, I've only been in like one tiny, tiny little earthquake here because of that. Um, but now I'm wondering if it's the ground is just going to open up. It could. It very well could. It could. It's or nice if they're fracking, up. they'll set your water on fire. Or you can set your water on fire. It's I fun. haven't tried that. Should I not be drinking that? Eh, Do you not drink that's a little, water? little uh, petroleum Well, byproduct? if you can set it on fire, you probably shouldn't. Um, unless I'm practicing a party <gasps> trick where I do the light and I blow it out my mouth. Yes, like, that's true. Yeah. That you could try. Yes. Uh <laughs> Oh, boy. Yeah. Texas and Oklahoma are big on those fracking earthquakes. Mm-hmm. hmm And I have no um, idea, by the way, if if fracking actually leads to the erosion underground that leads to sinkholes. I just, in my mind, I associate earthquakes, and therefore something's happening in the ground. It <laughs> must be a sinkhole that will swallow me as I sleep. I, I get that. Yeah. But you know what? If it has to happen while I sleep, it's not too bad. It's not, but it's not a fight and chance, you know, like, I, what I don't know. What fight do you have if a 300-foot hole opens up underneath you? I don't know. It's uh, it's what I said at the beginning of this episode. Is it, do you want to see it coming? Like, you're in a plane crash? Or are you like, no, just... I mean, doesn't everyone just want to go in their sleep peacefully without any idea? I... I yes, I think so, but that's not the question. It's which disaster do you want to go in? Okay, okay. well, it's definitely not a plane crash. I don't know. I don't. Okay, moving on. We have one more. We have one more that <laughs> okay. actually, now that I read this, is very anticlimactic. I should have put the most terrifying at the end. But this is the most recent and the one that you might have already seen in the news, like within the past few days. Um, and it's pretty cool because it is an ancient sinkhole in China. They actually have quite a few over there, like about 30, and uh, this one was just recently explored. I don't think discovered. I'm sure, like, it's, you know, because it is, like, thousands and thousands of years old, somebody has come across this thing before. But recently, expeditioners have taken a little trip down to the bottom of it. It is 630 feet deep. Oh, my gosh. And at the bottom is an ancient forest that spans almost three football fields in length with trees okay. that over a hundred That I want to go to. Oh, it's gorgeous. And once I again, go. pictures will pop up if you're watching on YouTube. It is beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. I simply must go. Yes. But it sounds like, as the article that I was reading described it, it kind of sounded like Jurassic Park. They kept calling it an ancient forest. And I'm not sure if that means, like, the trees are petrified, if that means the trees are old if that means it's just been it's never as cool as it actually sounds no no i want like a velociraptor to be living down there is what i want based on that description i got you yeah i understand uh wow okay that is a lot to digest those are sinkholes beware those are those are undoubtedly sinkholes that poor guy in his bed i know yeah it's uh it's super sad I don't like it. And just what are the odds? I think that's that's what was one of the most scary things. It's, you know, how we, bef- the other in Winter Park, Florida, you know, opens up under all these things and no one is harmed. And here, relatively small one, directly where somebody is. Yeah. 
Oh, it's like the woman who was laying in her bed and got hit by a meteorite. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you see the bruise on her leg? I did. In those pictures? I did. Yeah. That's insane. What are the chances? <laughs> it's like getting struck by... No, it's not even like getting struck. It's like winning the lottery. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It makes getting struck by lightning not all that rare. No. Didn't, isn't there a guy who's gotten struck like a lot? Like, he like seven is a, times. Yeah, a living lightning rod. Yeah. Yeah. That's not for this podcast, but now that we talk about lightning, that's just what I'm thinking about is that one guy who's like survived very many lightning strikes. Next week, he can be my disaster. <laughs> he could be. I will just I would tell listen to you that. about it. I would absolutely listen to that. I would totally listen to that, too. Yeah. When we were... Well, I hope uh, you would tell me about it, because we can't both listen to it. Someone has to do it. I tell you what. I will find someone else who's <laughs> done podcasts on him. Mom! We will do Mom, we have your episode. <laughs> yes. That is perfect. She... <laughs> you know what? She would just be so excited to be on the podcast. She would she would totally do that for us. <laughs> I don't know. I think she would tell us she did it, and then she'd come on, and she'd have something entirely different to talk about. That's completely... Yeah. yeah, and that's okay. That That is okay. Mm-hmm. That would be great. Uh, when my husband and I took a small vacation up to the Black Hills, and when we were at the Crazy Horse Memorial, they said that they have to shut down construction uh, if there's lightning within 15 miles because so much of there's so much iron in the mountain that it's just like this gigantic lightning rod. I had no idea. Yeah. Is that... What makes the Black Hills black? Is it is uh, it being well? It's pretty red, in on that particular mountain. Crazy crazy horses. Oh, I guess that yeah. makes sense. Like oxidized iron. Yeah. Duh. Uh, you know, to tell you the truth, I'm not sure why they call it the Black Hills. I know why they call it the Badlands, but I am not sure why they call it the Black Hills. Hmm. I should. We looked up so much while we were there as we were driving through. Like, why is that there? What is that called? And I l- did not look up why it's called the black hills shame on you i know if i had to guess i'm assuming it has something to do with the lakota people and perhaps what they call the area oh and i was thinking much more simply like the color (laughs) of the soil because you sent a picture when you were there and i was like i guess that looks kind of like dark well especially (laughs) compared to down you know in the texas area we have some well it's like closer to the oklahoma border but it's like red you know it's very red um like red red river yeah red clay soil and so i thought maybe that's that's what had to do with it yeah it who knows i'm not claiming to know anything about this but they while we were up there we saw two very big pretty scary storms because we were driving in the middle of it and that was uncomfortable. But when we went to the memorial the next day, they said, yeah, we'd been, we're glad you came today because we'd been shut down the last couple of days because there was so much lightning and we can't be on the mountain if there's anything within 15 miles. That, I did not realize that. It never would have dawned on me that if any mountain had a higher iron content, naturally it would attract more lightning strikes. That is wild. Yeah. Well, I mean, you already don't want to be up on a mountain if there's lightning, but apparently, oh, yeah. especially that one, oh, you yeah. don't want to be on any high point in any rock. And that's you why you it. just don't hike, folks. Don't do it. Do not do it. Yes. What is it? Stay out of the forest. Yeah. L- literally. That's it. That's pe- yeah. period. Stay out of the forest. Period. Yeah. Yeah. Well, 
You did a wonderful job, Bailey. Thank you so much, Moot. Your encouragement throughout, as I was a little uneasy about how I was pronouncing the fancy geology and earth words. You did great. I so appreciated it. And I hope you, best friends, enjoyed this episode as much as I did writing it. Because I tell you what, I could go down a sinkhole sinkhole on the internet. (laughs) Well, you know what? That's fine. That is great. You can do that. The next time I tag you in... You can totally do that. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's one of those episodes where I was like, dang, I love disasters. This is why I love disasters. Like, I could read about these all night. So sinkholes are your jam. They are. They really are my jam. Okay. Because I I get all giddy about, you know, like the mountaineering Mm -hmm. ones. Mm -hmm. And for you, it's sinkholes. And I love that we've discovered that about you. Yes. It's kind of unexpected. I didn't expect uh, an earth natural geological based disaster i kind of peg myself as a nuclear gal myself but you know yeah well you're a renaissance woman i am of many many disasters (laughs) yeah that's fine yeah (laughs) oh moo it's good to be back it is good to be back again best friends we're very sorry about that break but everything happened kind of quickly and so we had a very hard time uh between traveling and then trying to let you guys know. And like I said, I was sick and then we were gone. So Lots we're happening. very sorry about that absence. But we always appreciate you listening and hope to see you here same time next week. Yes. And we should be here too. <laughs> <laughs> That's was implied <laughs> by that statement. I hope. Thank you, Moo. I don't know. Sometimes... <laughs> Sometimes I listen to us when I miss you and you're busy. So. <laughs> Is that weird? No, you can, that's a great reminder, Moo. You can always come back. If we're not here next week, you can always come back and listen to an older episode. And then it's like we're here again. Yes, exactly. Yes. And it's great. Uh, that's what I do <laughs> when you're busy. I just call With your you. child and your job. Well, I call you too, but you're frequently busy because you have a lot going on well we i think i don't we talk a lot we do if i had it my way we would talk even more (laughs) perpetual walkie-talkies yeah basically yeah okay okay it's been a wonderful week thank you for listening with us thank you so much best friends we'll see you next week goodbye goodbye